So I searched, I just Google searched Warner Brothers movies so I could remind myself what all's on there. And I really like the the order they put, I guess, what they consider their most important movies. Hmm. Number one, Tenet, which really good. And it just came out. So that makes sense. Number two, the Scooby-Doo movie for Scooby-Doo. Number two. <laughs> Number three, Joker. Number four, Aquaman. Number f- five, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first one. Okay. That makes so, sense. Those are their five most important movies. Scooby-Doo. Doo, Dark Knight. Scooby-Doo, number two. Yeah. I mean, technically, Scooby-Doo was written by James Gunn, so I guess? Followed by Dune, Wonder Woman, Inception, Interstellar, Suicide Squad, Space Jam, and the Dark Space Jam, yeah. nice! Space Jam. But, well, Space Jam is awesome that it's that high. But just the Scooby-Doo movie at number two. <laughs> and and so then, out, right under the crawl, the little uh, the, the graphic crawl of the movie posters, it just goes directly into the Scooby-Doo movie Wikipedia page. And then a bunch of Scooby-Doo videos. It's and like they got to throw something in there for like kids and like families. People also ask, oh, I think I actually clicked on the Scooby-Doo movie. That's why it's doing all this stuff. Well, yeah, it's it's probably also really popular right now because of Scoob, the new movie called Scoob. All right, so yeah. so I, I actually we need some up. Matthew Lillard in our life. So and Matthew Lillard is not in the new Scoob. Yeah, so nobody cares. I want to hear what Nathan was saying. <laughs> well, it so so it is true that the Scooby Doo movie is the the second movie that they list as a Warner Brother movie. But then I clicked on that, and that's why all of the other stuff was about the Scooby Doo movie. So oh, yeah. now I'm looking up like what are upcoming movies for Warner Brothers, and I did not know they're making a new Mortal Kombat movie. I'm is excited. It a, is it a James Warner? It. It's a live action movie based on the video game. Yeah, but is it a reboot or is it a sequel? Because there was I think one it's a reboot. Uh, it's a reboot. Probably a new. Probably a new thing. Produced by James Wan, mm-hmm. so but there's a there's a list. They're making they're making a Tom and Jerry movie in 2021. Live action. <laughs> I sure hope it's live action. Animated, animated. No, they wouldn't do that. This is Kong. That'd be too graphic. They already, that'd be too graphic. They already did a Tom and Jerry movie. It wasn't very good. They did They've done a lot of Tom movies. and Jerry movies. So in addition to Tom but, and Jerry, they also have Godzilla and Kong, which was supposed mm-hmm. to come out already back in March, but then they pushed it back because of COVID, and then they pushed it back because of COVID again. <laughs> So it got pushed back to November, and then it got pushed back further to May. Uh, but I'm actually super excited for it. So Believe it, it or not. Is it, fair to say, is it fair to say that Kong is and Godzilla are not the king of the monsters, and in fact, COVID is king of the monsters? <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, shortly after Godzilla vs. Kong comes out, they're releasing a new Conjuring movie, and I love the title, The Devil Made Me Do It. A new what movie? Conjuring. I don't know what conjuring. The conjuring. 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 Oh, not the the monster from the obscure. No, not the monster from the obscure. Nathan, you you know you know more about weird obscure movies than anyone else. Well, yeah, but this is a weird obscure novel. So, you know what? You know what I found out though that made me sad about like everything on like the 2020s done and screwed up. Yeah. So Chadwick Boseman was actually going to be in a movie called Yasuke, which was about like the first actual official black samurai. Oh, Wait, did they film it or no, no. they didn't get to film it. Oh, my heart it was in so. pre-production. So oh, basically okay. Yasuke was this dude. He, like I was originally going to tell a story about him on that. Remember that episode we did about historical figures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to tell a story about him because it, it was freaking badass. It was like the, 
Oda, like, I don't know what, I don't know how much you guys know about, like, feudal Japan and, you know, the last of the samurais. Oda Nobunaga. Uh, yeah, Oda Nobunaga. Yeah. Oda Nobunaga himself um, actually, Oda Nobunaga himself actually, uh, like, met Yasuke, like, in person, and, like, he was the one that actually, like, uh, officially recognized Yasuke as a samurai and brought him into his army to serve him directly. Nice. So he was literally nice. with Oda Nobunaga when he died. <laughs> like, did he die like, with him? Was, like, when, when he was betrayed by no. his general, did he die with him at that? No, he escaped. Oh. He escaped to he go escaped? protect his son. Shit. And then when his son, uh, if you if you know a little bit more about it, like his son was eventually killed. He survived that attack too. And then he basically went back to like where he originally, um, where, like he was originally a slave brought by like Holland, like priests from Holland or something. Or where Holland was very common. To, yeah, they were one of the few places allowed to visit Japan. Yeah. So he was originally brought from like he was like a he was their slave originally. Then Oda Nobunaga gave him his freedom and made him a samurai. Then he, then Oda Nobunaga died. And he survived that attack, went to go protect Oda Nobunaga's son. And then Oda Nobunaga's son ended up being attacked. And he, like, he was, like, one of the only survivors. And the only reason they didn't kill him is because, literally, he, like, killed anybody who came. <laughs> Like they basically he, found him like in the like he he was trying to protect Oda Nobunaga's son but failed, and so he basically just started killing anybody who came to claim the body. <laughs> so did he end up like sticking around and like serving under Tokugawa? No, they basically like Tokugawa was just like, dude, I don't want you around here. You're you're making all the other samurai look bad. Get the f out. <laughs> <laughs> Because he, like, they couldn't Damn. stop him. Like, people were terrified. They thought Damn. he was a demon. <laughs> like, they literally found him. I, I gotta look this the, up. They literally found him with, like, Oda Nobunaga's son. Like, they found him with his body. And, like, they found him, like, with a pile of other bodies of the people that came <laughs> to try to claim Oda Nobunaga's son's body. <laughs> so they were like, okay, dude, just just go. Just go. We don't want to kill you. We don't want to execute you. We don't want to make a big thing of this. Just leave. Because <laughs> you're making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> Nice. I'm like, I'm I want to see a more movie into about this. that, this dude. That would have been a stellar movie with. Oh, I think with Chadwick, that would have been an awesome movie. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that would have been. It's like, if you guarantee you that there is already some movie about this. this no, there isn't. What was his name again? Yasuke. Y a s u k e. I think. It might be because he was set to be played by Chadwick Boseman. It was actually nope. oh, it was going to be. A it was thing. literally in pre-production. Oh, yep. oh. it's on his so IMDb sad. page, or at least it was. I don't There's know if it's still on his film. IMDb page anymore. Oh. But like when he passed, when he passed, I looked up his IMDb page, and it was like sitting right there. And like I had just heard the story like recently, so I was like mad as f because like I got super into Samurai. Obviously, you guys know because I started playing. And that game, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I started reading everything yeah, about. Or I know the game you're talking about. So I started reading everything about Japanese and samurai, and you know all that. Like started learning history, and then I saw. I was like, "Did you know there was a black samurai?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> Tell me about. I was that. like, "Is this some Tom Cruise bullshit?" And they were like, "No, he was a legit samurai." <laughs> Oh yeah, wasn't it that anime Afro Samurai? Yeah, he, that's what it was. Ba that's what they based Afro Samurai on. It was the story based on him? Like <laughs> it's loosely based on him, but that's where they got. That's the inspiration for the the story of Afro Samurai. Sweet. I'm like, how did I not know this? <laughs> I love Afro Samurai. <laughs> there is. Um, so I'm gonna send you a link to something you might enjoy. Uh, are you familiar with the YouTube series Extra Credits? You do like game design stuff. 
Mm-mm. They have a they have a subseries called Extra History, and one of their earliest seasons, uh, five five years ago, they did a series on the Sengoku Jidai. They don't mention um, Yusuke, uh, Yusuke, sorry, but it, it, that's where I learned a lot about um, Hideyoshi and Tokugawa and all that. And so you might really enjoy this. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'll share the link with you. Um, all right, cool. Good stuff. Wait, Ian, are you recording? I've been recording for 15 minutes. Yay! <laughs> Good. Anyway, uh, I'm going to introduce the podcast. It's 15 minutes late. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, technically, you don't have to. This is an episode about nothing. This is our Seinfeld episode. Yeah, that's the point. That's why I'm going to introduce the episode about nothing. All right. Look, hey, look, if you're listening at this point, you know what this is. You know who you where you, you know where you are. I'm I'm Sean. I'm the alternative president of the United States. That guy over there or wherever he is on your screen. I'm not sure. Is he over there? Is he over there? Is he up there? Is he down here? I think he might be down here. That's Ian. And uh, this guy over here on on my right, where I'm looking at him, that's Caleb. And then the guy uh, below Caleb is is Nathan. Uh, he might be somewhere. I don't know where he is on your screen, where you're looking right now, but I see him over there below Caleb. And then the guy next to Caleb on Caleb's right, uh, where he might be Caleb's left, or might be Caleb's upside down or left or right or wherever it is. We Look, spatial direction is not important. What's important is that that's Jim. And and, Jim. and, and uh, this is the JCU podcast where we get together to just catch up. That's what we're doing this episode. So if you don't like it, I don't really care. You just... just, just Yo, so so yo, real quick. <laughs> so real quick, everyone. <laughs> so real quick, everyone. Since we're recording this on my computer using like my Discord and whatnot, Sean is upper left. I am lower left. Caleb is up middle. Nathan is middle lower. Jim is upper right, and then Nathan's microphone is lower right. This is my. You may not agree with it, but this is the optimal political compass. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, considering what? we're all on the left, or mainly. Yeah, I would say that Jim is the furthest left out of all of us, but we all lean to the left. That jives. Yeah. That jives. It's like, it's like. Except for when I get like super hyper militant Malcolm X <laughs> style. Yeah. And I can be further left than Jim. It's like oh, Jim God. and I Sean. Was, and I then was actually, me and Nathan and Caleb are like right here, about there. Yeah. I was right. actually, I was actually getting into arguments with people on a progressive Facebook page yesterday because some, one of the admins decided to take it unto himself to start like kicking people off or blocking people because they were, you know, not. Like because they were happy with Trump being sick, and it's like, of course, people are going to be happy about that. Don't be like, don't be a dick about it. I I have Keep I have the definitive answer. You treat someone the way that they treat you. So then you ask yourself, how has Trump treated people <laughs> diagnosed with COVID over the last year? Treat him that way. Yeah. Look. My, look. The way I see it, Michael Che did a, a joke about this on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It was the most brilliant thing I'd ever heard. He said, mathematically, all the ingredients necessary for like a really good joke about Trump being sick are there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if, if, even if it's not morally, even if it's not morally correct to make fun of him, oh, mathematically speaking, it's hilarious. It's the most <laughs> hilarious thing that you could possibly, you can't write a joke that funny. No. 
Fuck just a moment, Joe Biden has been waiting for it. Yeah. No, the people who the people <laughs> who stand up, it's like, oh, it's morally incorrect. It's like, fuck you. You're the people who have been saying who have been like bad mouthing black people, bad mouthing trans people, bad mouthing gay people, bad mouthing women, bad mouthing anyone who isn't far right wing conservative. Fuck you. The people who are saying, oh, morally this, morally that, big middle finger right up your nose. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. Like, I I agree, and the thing is, like, you would think that'd be just like the conservatives, but no, it's the liberals doing it too. And it's like, guys, you don't Matt. have to be nice to the fascists. No, you don't. It's like, <sighs> here, here, let me read off a, a statement somebody wrote. Mm. Uh, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. Ah, go ahead. After the year we've had, give us this one at least. Fingers crossed. If if it happens, don't let anyone make you feel bad for enjoying it. He absolutely deserves it and will make the world a better place. Hashtag Waluigi for smash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I don't disagree with any of that statement at all. Especially the last part. <laughs> beautiful. Is Waluigi not in Smash? He's not. No. Only as an assist trophy. Only He's as an assist trophy. I think there are ridiculous. Which, by the way, yeah. I've started to hear some really kind of like negative things about the behind the scenes stuff going on at Nintendo. Apparently, uh, for a while, a lot of people have been saying that like the Zelda games and the Mario games, the Mario games especially. Uh, the producers are not letting anyone like change anything about the Mushroom Kingdom, and that supposedly Shigeru Miyamoto, who you know we we all love unconditionally, apparently as a producer, he's a real kind of stickler about keeping things the way they are, about the status quo. Don't change anything. Don't shift stuff around. He hates it when people do that. That's the thing, though. That's kind of been Nintendo's thing for decades. Like, they've always been like, we want to have as much control as possible over our IPs because when we let other people do stuff with them, bad things tend to happen. Now, they've had some success. Like, for example, <laughs> but like, for example, like Capcom did the Zelda Game Boy games and those, you know, ended up being really good. But like, they are very protective of their IPs. That's why there have been so few Metroid games. That's oh, why, yeah. you know, like ever since the CD, you know, CDI Zelda, like they're not like letting mm-hmm. anyone touch those. That's why we don't have Pokemon Uranium. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The modding community, like they can be you know, assholes about that, too. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The Zelda games were actually the first Zelda games I ever played. My my aunt. What? Had, are you serious? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Followed. Say that again. Ocarina of Time. And that's what yeah, I can. The CDI first. Zelda games were the first games he ever played. Yeah, Not the bad ones. Wow. No, the first Zelda games I ever played. That's yeah, what, that's why. Yeah, first Zelda games. Said. You said the first games, and I played other games before that. No, no, no. I thought I said yeah. Zelda games. I heard Zelda, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but they were, or at least it was implied in the statement. Yeah. Well, we we know they can't have been the first games you ever played. Nah. That yeah. would be ridiculous. I, I, I don't know if you would be even able to function as a normal human being if those were the first video games you'd ever played. You want to know the first video game I ever played? <laughs> Alone, in the, alone dark. in the dark. Oh yeah, that like the oh, the that's love a game to play. For. Oh yeah, the Lovecraft inspired <laughs> horror game where you're stuck in a mansion. I played that when I was like five or six years old because my parents actually knew a couple of the developers on that game, and my parents was had the- just gotten a brand. Sorry, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. That my parents had just gotten a brand new computer, and the developers were just like, "Hey, we've got a like early version of this game. Do you guys want to test it out?" And my parents, it's one of the two games that my parents have ever really gotten into. They stayed up until like four a.m. trying to beat it. <laughs> so, how angry were your parents when the movie adaptation of that came out? They never saw it. 
probably for the that's best. That's, that's good for them. I will say that I've seen but, all of Uwe Boll's films. Alone in the Dark is not the worst. It's not great, but it's not the worst. Nah, that's in the name of the king. That's pretty bad. What about the one where he uh, offered his biggest critic to to box in a ring? <laughs> I can't remember which one that was, but yeah, I remember hearing about that. But basically, he was like, "Oh yeah, if you think my movies are so bad, why don't you back it up with me punching?" <laughs> you don't like my movies? Fight me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna convince people that your movies are worth watching. Sure. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Germany started stopped doing their whole tax break thing, and oh, turns out Uwe Bell's not making movies anymore. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> so wait, he was making movies basically what to get a break on taxes? Yeah, there there was some tax of, shelter. There was a big tax loophole he was able to acquire rights to certain video game franchises for like uber cheap and then he was able to film them either within germany or like using german locations and stuff and he got a huge tax break for it it doesn't matter if the movie made money he still made money off of the film (laughs) except movies came out of the situation so so basically them changing the tax laws saved cinema (laughs) <laughs> they changed it around 2010, and if you look it up, uh, he stopped making those films around 2010. He actually made some movies up until 2016. Are you fucking serious? I thought I we stopped him. Any of them. Well, that, came out in 2017. Rampage President Down oh sounds like God. a great movie. You realize he directed it, and actually, Rampage President it has a very high rating for one of his movies—a four point eight out of ten on IMDb. Four point eight out of ten. I remember that first Rampage I talked about. <laughs> I don't know if it has anything to do with Rampage, other than having the same name. But here's the synopsis: Bill Williamson is back alive and well and doing a recon mission around dc this time he wants to cause a major population disruption within the usa which result in and i'm not misreading this but there is some bad grammar in the synopsis which result in devastating consequences reverberating throughout the world his new mission this time to bring down the president of the united states and his secret service detail bill brings with him all the freaking havoc and acidity of the previous two movies. I guess this is the third movie in a series. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. Bill Williamson? The guy from the first Rampage movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, it's, Rampage. It, it basically is just like a, a mass shooter movie. Uh, Red yeah. Dead Wiki? Is this the same Bill Williamson? No. No. Okay, well, when you Google Bill Williamson, you get somebody from Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, Red the, Dead. the Bill Williamson uh, gang. Bill, Bill Williamson is good. You don't get any information about the guy from Rampage President Down. No, Bill Williamson. I'm not the first uh, Red Dead. Yeah, Bill Williamson's uh, character from Red Dead Redemption, but I'm pretty sure that's not the Rampage, uh, yeah. considering yeah. that Bill Williamson and, Ram- and Red Dead was like from the 1800s. <laughs> but there is Rampage from 2009 and a movie, I guess, yeah. is also in the series called Capital Punishment. But let's go to the 2000. 2000- yeah, that's the sequel. Um, 2009 Rampage. A man with thirst for revenge builds a full body armor from Kevlar and goes on a killing spree. Uh, yeah. Why? That man is Bill Williamson, apparently. Yeah. He's the protagonist? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I'm trying to say it's a movie about a guy who goes well, Remember, the this is a movie by the, a German man who probably shouldn't be making movies. The, um, Macaulay Culkin was offered the role of Bill Williamson, but turned it down. Good. Yeah, he did. 
Good. Good move on his part. <laughs> and and there's apparently so, also a, na- a character in the movie named Evan Drince. And the trivia on IMDb is yes. the character name Evan Drince is an anagram of can never ID. So now you know that. Why? Why? Was, I don't know. Because UA Balls so, is a madman. There was no script, just a 10-page treatment. The entire movie was improvised. That makes sense. <laughs> that's about that's that's about right for UA Ball. Matter of fact, that's probably why that so, one movie is rated as high as it is. So out of curiosity, for someone who's never seen an UA Ball movie, are there any that you would recommend? No. No. I, no. <laughs> Despite the fact that I've read so much about them, I have never once seen one of his movies, nor do I ever plan to. The only one. I will give one movie credit. Postal no. <laughs> Postal is really stupid, but kind of fun. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, that's, that's the most credit I'll give him, but it's horrendously Look, stupid. Look, I'm trying to save Jim. You're trying to lead him down a dark path. Jim, don't watch <laughs> don't watch any of Uwe Boll's films. Don't do it. You've never seen them. You are blessed. Just continue to remain oh, that way. It's on a video game. Didn't realize that. Yeah, almost all yeah, of them. Most all of them, though. Do you guys think he is single-handedly responsible for the widespread um, belief that no video game movie has ever been good? No, that's because the Super Mario no, Brothers he's just movie. mostly responsible Mario for and it. Resident Evil did that. Mario the, and Resident Evil did the that. The Super Mario Brothers movie did that. The Resident Evil movie just perpetuated that. And I would even go so far as to say that some of the Resident Evil movies are not terrible. But that's as yeah. much as I can give you that. Because some of those motivators got rocket launchers. I saw the first Resident Evil movie and I thought, eh, not yeah, bad. It's fine. Uh, it's I fine. also saw the Laura Craft movie and I thought, eh, it's not bad. Which one? Uh, the first one. With Angelina Both Jolie. of them are good. The first one's one solid. Oh, yeah, the second true. one doesn't work as well. I don't know why. I don't remember because any- it's got Daniel Craig in it. Daniel Craig's in the first one. Wait, no, it doesn't have Daniel Craig in it. That's what I meant. Is it John Voight that's only in the second one? John John Voight's in the first one. He shows up in a cameo in the first one because he's her deceased father, and there's a time travel thing that happens. With a pyramid. And, uh, um, oh, God. And, 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 um... Uh oh god, what the fuck is his name? I googled the wrong John Voight. Look Khaleesi. Yeah, not Khaleesi. The guy who was always oh, running after Khaleesi. Ian Glenn. Ian, oh, Ian, Glenn. Ian Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Actually in all of the rest Jorah. of the <laughs> Jorah Mormont's yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean any movie that yeah, has Mormont is probably about a ninety percent chance that that actor was either in Harry Potter or Game of Thrones or both. Yep. Yep. Anytime you Jorah see a British Moore. actor show up, yeah. Jorah Mormont and James Bond are both <laughs> in Tomb Raider. The weird thing about the Tomb Raider movie is that Laura Croft, like Angelina Jolie, who's not British, has a British accent, and Daniel Craig, who's not American, has an American accent. Why? <laughs> Why? Because Angelina Jolie was probably the hottest actress at the time. You know what? She still is. She's still got yeah. it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I meant, like, at that time, she was like number one. Me, like, number you one, need to one. get this woman in your in your shit if you expect your character to be seen as hot. I mean, it's it was a big deal back then because she not only like every guy liked her, every woman liked her too. Apparently, yeah. in the late in the early two thousands, everyone was just like, "I think I might be a lesbian." Why, Angelina Jolie? Well, everyone likes Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, she was also in a couple of movies playing a lesbian in the early two thousands. So, yeah, she was. She was in what? Girl Interrupted was that? Yeah. 
One more second yeah. and I'll jam this in my aorta. Your aorta, your aorta is, in... is in your chest. Good to know. Yeah, I remember. Yes, I also remember the line from was that Whoopi Goldberg? That was Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was in that movie. Yes, she was. Who else was in that movie? Uh, that Who was, was the other girl? That was Nona. Thank you, thank you. Who? Winona Ryder. Winona, Winona, Winona yeah, Ryder. that's right. Brittany Murphy was in there too. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, Jared Leto was in that movie. Who? Who? Jared Leto. Ah uh, no. Ah uh, no. He's <laughs> back. Why'd you gotta go and ruin Girl Interrupted for me? Favorite, Sean. <laughs> no, Girl Interrupted is completely ruined forever. <laughs> Damn it! What else is that movie? So many things Jared Leto touches. Turn to shit. Everything. Not a bad actor. No, I mean, no, I just hate him. He's person. He's He's in Tron. He's in the upcoming Tron Three. Yeah, you know what? Tron was a series that was probably going downhill already. I liked the second one. They just made it official. (laughs) I like. I did too, but I did too. But now that Jared Leto's going to be in the third one, it just it ruins the second one as well. (laughs) Wow, he's in two up. Joker movies. I thought we went, we were beyond him being the oh, Joker. Oh, God, no, please, no. Well, see, here's the thing about that. Technically, we are, and technically, we aren't. Because Henry Cavill's oh. coming back for another Superman movie. Yeah. Are there going to be multiple Joker movie franchises coming out at the same time? Probably. Well, that the big question is is the Joker film from last year part of like DC EU's official canon? Because it's kind of no. outside of that. Well, no, it's, it's not. The, the cinematic universe in that it's made by DC and they're counting it because it won Oscars, at least one. Right. Well, they're not uh, counting it as part of their cinematic universe, though. They're just it's just a movie they made that made them a lot of money. They're making a sequel. Yeah, but that's because it is a movie that they made that made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but it also like is the least sequel needing movie yeah. of any sequel. Hero movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and, no, I mean, it, it needs a sequel. No, no. Hero movie. Needs a sequel. It, 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 it definitely needs a sequel. You want to know why? Because it made a ton of money. <laughs> uh, <what> a <laughs> that's 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 Hollywood for you. <laughs> I mean, here's my opinion of that movie. That movie would have been bad had it not been for Joaquin Phoenix, but because he's in it, it's good. And I believe he can probably make another bad movie into a good movie. Yeah. Probably can. I mean, it was a good performance. Like it was an good excellent. Performance. Performance. It was a good an performance op- in the in the, in the wor- one of the worst movies of the year. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> one of the worst movies ever made, but with a, the one of the best performances ever recorded on film. You're talking about Alone in the Dark again? No, nah, I'm talking about Joker. <laughs> And and technically anything involving UA Bowl or Jared Leto. Isn't the guy who directed the Joker the guy who directed The Hangover? Also, one of the worst movies ever made. He one also directed The Hangover 3, if I'm not mistaken. Although, did you know that the person who screenwrote The Hangover movies also was the showrunner for HBO's Chernobyl, which was phenomenal. Huh. And we at all guessed that the same guy responsible for Hangover 3 is the guy responsible for Chernobyl. I mean, that sentence is kind of funny. Think about it. (laughs) Because one would argue that The Hangover 3 was kind of a cinematic Chernobyl. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, two they, was bad enough. Perhaps he was the perfect person to do that. Exactly. He understands disasters on a level that no one else can. He screenwrote the first Hangover, the good one. He only screenwrote the second and third ones. Yeah, see? There you go. That man clearly understands what it takes to be turned something into a disaster. And it was name, operating perfectly fine, and then yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> No, no, no. Let me read for you. Let me read for you this person's writing credits. His name is Craig Mazin or Mazin. So his first movie was Rocket Man, 1997. A decent, funny movie. And since we about that. And then Scary Movie 3 and 4, but not 1 and 2, not the good one. And not the slightly less good one and actually quite a bit less good one but at least not terrible one no three and four superhero movie a hangover two identity Thief. i haven't seen that i imagine it's probably bad hangover part three the huntsman winter's war not the first huntsman movie the sequel and then chernobyl equally bad and that's everything he's done so far and now check out what his upcoming movies and tv shows are um borderlands is that oh, based on the yeah it's the video game yeah Hey, maybe it'll be as good as Chernobyl. So wait, uh, never mind, because he he's actually done one the good Last thing. Of Us, the TV show. Oh god! Oh yeah, I keep hearing like Alex hey, keeps no, talking I, about that. Yeah, again, it's either going to be as bad as superhero movie or as good as Chernobyl. That is my prediction. And then Untitled Pirates of the Caribbean project. What does that mean? And then my favorite. Part. Cowboy Ninja Viking. See, Cowboy Ninja Viking is not going to happen. Cowboy Ninja Viking was not going to happen. It's been a development hell for forever. Are you sure it's not going to happen? Because it yeah. might be as good as the HBO Chernobyl series. No, I'm pretty sure Cowboy Ninja Viking is not going to happen. It stars Chris Pratt. It's been starring Chris Pratt since Guardians of the Galaxy 1 came out. Chris Pratt also starred in Passengers, and Passengers was shit. And Passengers yeah. was also in Cowboy Ninja, Hell Cowboy, for a decade. Chris Pratt's been attached to Cowboy Ninja Viking since Guardians of the Galaxy came out. The first one. Yeah, I, like, I remember when uh, they were talking... Uh, this was in the trades like forever ago. So that, well, yeah, that movie's not going anywhere. And I like one thing that that screenwriter has made. <laughs> I like one thing that he's made. Out of the 14 things he's made, most have been garbage fires. But one of them was also a fire of sorts, but in a good way. <laughs> So what's the percentage on that? One out of 14. <laughs> uh, that is 7%, but that, I'm probably wrong about that. Let's find out. It's a shooting average. Hey, Jim. <laughs> one, four percent. Oh. Hey, Jim, what you been up to? Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, um, I don't know if anyone else saw this, but um, the latest Saturday, Saturday Night Live episode. <laughs> yeah. It had a sketch of the of the debate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey played Joe Biden, and it was so spot on. It was immaculate. Like, oh, my God. Jim Carrey, just his back in action to, was so good. I'll have to watch that now. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and they had, you know, Bald, uh, Alex Baldwin. Just smile <laughs> and just give them the smile that they taught you in anger management. <laughs> yeah. And I, can't, I can't remember the name of the, act, of the, the actor, the guy who played, um, uh, what's his name? Chris Wallace, I think was the name of the, the, the proctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was spot on too. Like he, like there were some damn good impressions in this one. Um, so if you haven't seen, check it out. That was good. I don't think they'll do this. I don't think they have the balls. But what if they, when when Trump dies, if he dies, they do a David Pumpkins slash uh, Donald Trump skit. Donald Trump is the skeleton. Not back. I don't now. know. They wouldn't have the balls to do it. Soon. 
I mean, never... I, I don't think they would. I don't think they would make a skit about him being dead so soon. I, maybe I mean, like I don't know. Years years probably now, like, when everybody, know, yeah, like, maybe twenty years after when everybody's kind of like let it go and moved on. The big, and we have flying cars. The, the, even if it is Trump, there maybe. is there is like the touchiness of can you make fun of a dead president right after they die? That that is like a. <laughs> I, don't well, think they'd be able to I mean, half that. of the country would accept it, but the other half would go ballistic. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know they got to care about you know the network. And the network might say no, don't 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 even don't take that chance. The big problem is that we are in a we are if if really if this does really kill Trump, we are in a perfect time for comedians to come out and just bring their A material. And I feel like the issue is we're getting into a point now where conservatives are gonna start to be like really pissed off that people are making fun of them. Like we're gonna start seeing death threats thrown about that like any anyone making any joke about Oh, the president died, and that's funny because blah blah blah. And then conservatives are just going to go, "Hey!" And they just like take pictures of themselves with guns, saying, "Anyone makes fun of Trump, they get this." That sort of thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that's, the thing is, it's because like we only ever take it seriously when it's coming from the conservatives. Like they make the death threats, and we take it seriously, or they 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 get offended. People take it seriously. The Democrats just they just they're like. Okay, yeah, we, we'll we'll play nice. They 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 never like hold hold the ground. The Republicans, the Republicans can actually back up their like they they actually have the ability to back up their threats and do something about it. I mean, hell, you well, saw. I mean, you saw that. One how many kid. death threats did they make against Obama? I mean, technically, we have the ability to back up our threats too. Remember I mean, that one kid? Yeah, who, like, I mean. Went that white teenager who went on an assault shooting and oh, has he been charged yet? All you said yes. Is, yeah, yeah. It was charged. Um, so yeah. I don't know how ensconced the rest of you are in left book. And I don't know if you even know the term, but it's like the far left of Facebook. Like as in Bernie Sanders Ooh. is a moderate uh, yeah. list to these. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, globally up. speaking, yes, he would be like left of center. Yeah. Only yeah, in but, America would he ever be considered a far left extremist. I've seen people on left book call him a fascist because he isn't far left enough for them. It happens. I don't agree with what they say. They said it. Here's the thing about those left people. When you go far enough left, guns are a thing again. Well, far left, I like that actually, one. yeah, I see, that, I see that with a lot of left stuff where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you need to have guns to protect yourself against the rise of the right. Exactly that. And so there is a moderate portion that is anti-gun proliferation, and probably that skews left, but people towards the moderate wing of the Democratic Party are the the anti-gun proliferation folks. And then if you go far enough left or slightly right, guns are a thing again. So bring back the guns. What you're looking at, what you're looking at there are the people that are, you know, proudly calling themselves communist and wanting to have another communist style revolution. They want to bring out the guillotines and the guns and take out the rich. And, and they, you know, they're, they're pro-gun enough that they actually, you know, want to stand by that and, and do that. As opposed to just saying, yeah, let's eat the rich. The far enough left, the guns come back. It's way less far left when the guillotine talk and the, I know that sounds flipped, but it's not. The guillotine and the revolution talk is way less far left. Yeah, we're talking about the hardcore, like, like, see, like, you're like, you're talking about like center left, Bernie Sanders, 
like eat the rich. No, these guys actually literally want to eat the rich. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they want to have like another communist revolution, you know, kill the czar kind of thing. They actually want to, you know. Uh, these are the people who say Stalin did nothing wrong. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to make unironically. They also they also just believe anything that um is said bad about Red China is is propaganda. And get, don't get me wrong, there is propaganda against them. That doesn't mean that everything you hear about them is propaganda. Yeah, that doesn't mean they, that the way that they treat the Uyghurs isn't wrong. Literal <laughs> utopia. There are those folks. Yeah. The other thing that you're also, you're going to find like, no matter where somebody is in the spectrum, you're always going to find people who will call anyone that disagrees with them fascist. Anything that's like, no, I mean, it's the same reason people are calling Obama a fascist. It, it's just, it's well, I mean, silly. except for actual just, fascists. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't call yes, anybody I mean, like. Fascist. It's but it's it's like how everyone throws around Hitler. People just throw around fascist because it's somebody they disagree with, and I don't like that because it kind of just waters down the meaning and makes it less impactful when you actually do have fascism on the rise. Yeah, actual fascists suck. Like you know, every conservative in America right now. Nah, they're not fascists. I wouldn't go that far. They're nah, pretty close. Everyone. I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say Cena Wright is fascism. No. Yeah, you can't call them fascists. They're not actual fascists. No, they're just supporting someone who's trying to become a fascist dictator who may or may not be dead. Yeah, but I mean, so so are the Democrats. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Can't, can't, you, have to, you have to give Trump your thoughts and prayers. You can't speak badly of Trump. <laughs> That's what Rachel Maddow said. <laughs> hey, Rachel just, Maddow can suck it. Hey, on a wild shift in topic, I just saw this news article. Nudity may be featured in Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> yeah, naked elves. <laughs> I, was, I was like, like, like what? Orc butts? I don't know. No, naked but, George. That can mean anything. But do you remember when Amazon said they wanted to make the next Game of Thrones and their decision was to make Lord of the Rings the previous Game of Thrones? Yeah. So, Wait, hold on. so would the naked dwarf women have the beard, would it be beard action? So the better my question when a Hollywood (laughs) studio says that nudity is included, they're specifically talking about female nudity because because most male nudity, uh, if it's like a butt or a guy topless or whatnot, people don't really care. It's about the fact that, oh, there might be boobs. There might be a butt. There might be, you know, a fully clothed frontal woman. That's basically what they're talking about. So when they say nudity, they mean women get naked. Well, no, because, you know, there are plenty of dudes getting naked in Game of Thrones. Yes. When HBO says there's no... There was a, there was a, there was a transition that immediately led to one dude's actual penis. Well, yeah, if, if you get to... If you get like to the penis, penis. Yeah. Yeah. Wiener, floppy wieners, floppy wieners, floppy wieners. <laughs> like, so, just like okay. transition, boom, shot, change, close-up on this dude's penis. <laughs> Penis so, is definitely yeah. That's the, the one only floppy, never hard. The only yeah. And by the way, if it if it gets hard, uh, it's NC seventeen immediately, and it won't be shown in any theater. Okay, so what do we classify as hard? <laughs> Erect. Yeah, but like, what if it's like halfway there? Like this, if it's this if any, to this, a spectrum of, of Sean, erect. as long as it is floppy. Sean, okay. I want you to think. Like 20%. Well, technically, twenty percent. <laughs> 
Okay, like okay, Sean. Okay, here we go. Twenty percent. Okay, there, okay, I can work with that. So twenty percent. If so, if we go like anything beyond twenty percent, so if we go to like twenty two percent, that's too much. It, so you we need to, back down to twenty. Sean, you need to think like a Hollywood executive would. They are like they are sticklers about anything if it's even yeah, remotely the, hard. NC seventeen. No, because then sometimes you can't tell. It, if they I think, down, look, look I then it's seen, okay. If I it starts seen, to raise um, on its own, then I, it's not I've okay. I've seen some technically hard things that aren't, you know, fully like up straight. We need examples. Up, like in porn. Okay, we need examples. So I've, I've, this, I've watched a lot of porn. Okay, <laughs> we need we need we need examples of movies yeah, but that's, or that's TV point. shows. <laughs> so the point is that there's some dudes out there whose dicks are just so big that even hard, they just flop to the ground. We need so, examples of movies and or TV shows. Do we know Ian? Do we really? Yeah, seriously. Why are you so eager for me to give you a specific example of, of a big, hard, floppy penis? Because I want to see it? I'm gonna I knew it. I, yes. knew it. I knew it. I knew it. i it for years. Let that one go. Curiosity? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> saying it for 10 damn years. And I've been it. <laughs> yep, look, I've been saying it. <laughs> look, everyone's by. <laughs> like, oh, are, yeah, you that smoking? are you smoking? Are you smoking? No, I'm, 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 I'm not smoking. What? Is that a lollipop? You're sucking a on a straw. This is a straw? Oh. straw. <laughs> it's a straw that I tore in half because it's made out of paper. Uh-huh. My name is Leonard Washington. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caleb gets it. <laughs> so, anything new in D.C., Sean? What's going on out there lately? Yeah, it seems so, like uh, news so, has been pretty quiet out of there. So Trump went to Walter Reed Hospital, and then uh, uh, so I, I wanted to go up there and, and yell at, at the hospital, uh, but that didn't work out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Never know when the man's gonna pop in and mm-hmm. try to shut us down. We are <laughs> technically being recorded right now. FBI, open up! <laughs> no, it's not. We're good. We're good. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty quiet over here. It's quiet. It's quiet uptown. Mm. You know, like like in mm. Hamilton after his son died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's got real the room quiet. Where it happens. Room where it happens. The room where it happens. Well, the room where it happens is not happening in the room. Yeah, you know what's weird about this whole thing? How come? How come Pence isn't like running? stuff right now what if he is and we just don't know it yeah no that's what i mean what like, if he's been doing it all this time and we never yeah. know it he's not officially like is, is that isn't that the thing isn't he supposed to be because trump's in the hospital right i can't hear you yeah we lost you sean say so, that again trump's Radio in the hospital right okay trump's yes. in the hospital yeah yeah before that oh they say <laughs> yeah so my thing is yes, like isn't that, isn't that supposed to be like the like the the like, oh god what's the word i'm looking for inciting incident i guess the problem for, like transfer of the power thing where the vice president is supposed to take over the problem is i don't think i mean Trump's as long as he's been in functional charge. i think he, i think it's basically just being run by mitch mcconnell and a bunch of other republicans they're trying to keep him like they've been saying for a while they're trying to keep him out of certain things like nah, not, i don't believe that mm. you know why i don't believe that because mm. if that were true then covid would have been handled much better no it wouldn't have they can profit more if they don't handle covid well mm. considering they're the ones who are getting sick they, i don't know about that well, considering that they're the ones that have been 
railing and ranting to open the economy back up. I don't think so. They've been railing and ranting. I thought they. I thought Republicans are the ones who are just like, shh, shh, no, 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 let's keep this on the down low. Cause they no, make... they've been saying, open things back up, open things back up, and the Democrats are the ones that have been saying no. Hmm. <laughs> let us go back to church. Let us go get yeah, our haircut. Let us, let us walk let's around that mask if you want to. That. Let us do this. Let us go back to doing this. Open things back up. And then, the, you know. Don't live in fear. This can't person, be the new normal. Every reasonable person has been, no. <laughs> Like no, put put your mask on, you feckin' idiots. So here's the thing that's bugging me though about this whole Trump in the hospital thing. We've got this guy who's been habitually lying to us for over four years, and I'm sitting here thinking like, I don't even know if I can believe this or not. Like, I I I find myself skeptical of the initial news, even no matter who's reporting it, no matter what doctors are saying it. It's just like I don't know what to trust anymore because I'm so used to not trusting anything they say about him. Precisely. So it's like, is he actually sick? Is he using this for political gain? You know, is this because he did so bad in the debate? He wants to like, you know, sweep future debates away by being sick. Maybe. You know, like I don't know what to believe anymore. Because like Cam Newton all of a sudden got COVID right before the Kansas City game, mm-hmm. so now he, he alone is out of the Kansas City game. Just just throw that out there. So it's just contrast. I've been yeah. I work for a sports station. There have been several games that have had to be canceled recently because up oh, the teams came down with COVID, so we have to cancel the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, just like the Jets. <laughs> the NBA has been doing the COVID stuff right. They all are in a bubble. Nobody's allowed to leave. Um, there are no fans. And then the NFL has like 17,000 fans in the stadium. Hey, at least in Colorado, it was only South Park characters. <laughs> Wasn't that yeah. baseball? Did you guys hear about that? I, I thought that was the Denver Broncos that did that. Yeah. Um, they put, they uh, filled they, the stadium with like cutout characters of people from South Park. Because, yep. of course, Colorado would do that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it was yeah. Adam Adam Silva is a genius, though. So I mean, that's probably why the NBA is handling it so well. Mm -hmm. That dude is brilliant. Mm -hmm. And and in like half hour, I'm going to be watching the Lakers game, and it sure looks like LeBron's going to win a fourth championship. Ah, so he's only won three. So he's going to give Michael Jordan a run for his money. Not even close. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. So if we were saying that having the most rings is what the only criteria criterion is for best player, why is Bill Russell not the best player? I I mean, the the award is named after him, though. So I mean, technically, nobody considers him the best player, right? I mean, I don't even know who he is. He he won eleven. Eleven championships to Michael Jordan's six. So why yeah. is Michael Jordan considered better? And well, if it doesn't matter how many championships you have, then maybe other things are important. Well, and, well, Bill Russell is considered. I mean, the it's best sports ball. Nothing about it's important. Well, Bill, Bill Russell is considered the best player by a lot of people, but most of those people are people who have followed the game since before the game was popular. The reason Michael Jordan's considered the best player now is because Michael Jordan was popular when the game was po- like Michael Jordan basically made basketball popular. But that's not like, even true. The NBA like, wouldn't be anywhere near where it is right now with, without Michael Jordan. Yes, but it was popular when Magic Johnson and Larry Bird were going at it in the not anywhere close to what it is now and not anywhere close to what it became when Michael Jordan was playing. I I will admit he made it more popular, but I don't think he made it more popular to you this way. The NBA finals 
were on tape delay before Michael Jordan set foot on the court. Because everything was on tape delay back then. And it's still, here's the thing, it's still on tape delay. There's not much. It's a second or two. But you can tell because if a player says, you know, fuck you to another player, it's uh, you don't hear a bleep, but the sound cuts out for a second. And the only way that can be done is if there is a slight tape delay. No, I'm talking about tape delay as in the game's been over hours and you're just not watching it with the the difficulty of live broadcasts in the 70s and earlier like but they the, could still have done it right but we, they, but they no, didn't no because sport. nobody gave a shit we have Football a five second tape back. delay on our channel so five yeah. seconds let's see that, that, that's not a tape delay that we're talking about that's yeah. just the yeah. delay for the purposes of exactly what you were talking about that's not an actual <laughs> tape delay you don't try to semantics me out of this. This is you know exactly what I mean. There no, was I, no I, way disagreeing with you. They, they could have they could have had it live, but they did it. Why? Because they didn't have the money. Why did they not have the money? Because nobody gave a shit. Michael Jordan comes on the court. Michael Jordan starts doing stuff nobody's ever done before. Everybody gives a shit now. Now the games are live. Now the NBA is a big deal. Now the NBA is all over the planet. The NBA is all over the planet. Why did the NBA go all over the planet? It wasn't because of. Bill Russell, it was because of Magic Johnson. Nobody partially because of Magic Nobody in Italy knew who the fuck Larry Bird was. But Larry Bird. Every single one of them knew who the fuck basketball players. That was the obvious party in. Nobody in Italy knew anything about the NBA until Michael Jordan. Now everybody in all over the world was like, okay, I know who Michael Jordan is. And by extension, I know who the NBA is. It wasn't NBA Michael Jordan, it was Michael Jordan. NBA. You're being hyperbolic. No, he no did. I'm not. Yes. I'm not. There are literally documentaries about this. Let's see. No, no, and it's what it sounds thing. like, though. Go ahead. I'm not saying he didn't make it more popular. Not even saying he didn't make it much more popular. But it was popular before him. When Michael Jordan came on the scene, though, technology came up to where they can throw it in live games. And yeah. cross promotions, you know, Nike can get in on it and sell shoes and everybody would love it and you know mj everybody's all talking about mj like bo jackson could have been just as big if he never got injured and but he was getting that big and people would say now that bo jackson was the greatest but he didn't get to forelong his career so i would say that michael jordan is the greatest myself but i only know so much about basketball so it's just cross from like, so yeah, when they're talking about the greatest, they're not necessarily just talking the victories. They're also talking about impact on the game itself. But <coughs> no, Ian, we can't even read that. Can you flip backwards around? We can't read it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I remember like when I was a kid, the only basketball players uh, I ever even knew about were Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, and then a couple other players on the Bulls. But it's like, yeah, I'd never heard. I, I had to. I just googled who Larry Bird was. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this guy before. And I'm See, not even. You didn't even know who the. Larry Bird was till just a minute ago. That's, that's what I've been saying. Like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. That's Jim. How are you How doing? How are you doing, Jim? Hmm. I'm good, Ian. Oh, I don't know shit about basketball, so I can't really, like... Also, yes, I did write this backward because it has to, like... This shows up forward on my camera. This shows up backward yeah. on my camera. Yeah, it, because here's the oh. thing. The camera is showing you a different uh, configuration than is showing us. It's showing you a configuration that makes it look like a mirror to you. Because otherwise, when you move your hand right, it will move left and it will throw you off. But for everyone else, we're seeing it. We can read your shirt, by the way. 
you probably see your shirt as showing up backwards, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm. So likewise, my shirt looks backwards mm. to me, and I can read yours like, correctly. Weirdly enough, my it's shirt looks me. me. Uh, can you read my shirt? Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. yeah. Kaiju transmissions. Okay, so I must have my setting different than you guys. In, in fact, there is a setting if you go to your video and you switch it. The problem is, I can oh, read everybody's stuff. The problem is when doing it on Discord, um, it automatically does it this way. I've actually looked it up and there are several people going, hey, how do you fix this? Like several threads asking, how do you fix this? Oh, no you, know why, you know why it looks forwards to me? It's because I was looking at my microphone screen rather than my video screen. Oh. <laughs> okay. Me! Is that Batman playing basketball? Nah, it's uh, just a Batman and then a regular guy. We're done talking basketball now. I just thought I saw Batman playing it. We can uh, talk in uh, speech now, uh, Dominion. Yeah, but okay. So I will say this, though. Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's that's, you that's all the, the proof you need. That's all the proof you need. <laughs> we Space need Jam your help! <laughs> I think We've got balls! I think you became a, like, you're popular already. He became way more popular as soon as he starred next to Bugs Bunny. And it's the the, the very famous basketball uh, effect known as the Bugs Bunny effect. If you star in a movie with Bugs Bunny, you're going to make it big. How do you explain really? Because I feel like that's Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. What about Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, did, why, did, why is Brendan Fraser not popular then? <laughs> popular? No, I don't think so. He became um, less popular. Only because he was popular yeah, before that. Yeah, he played. He played. Oh, he went the exact other way. Just, there's just no, drastic I, consequences. No also, way. remember that woman who was in that movie? <laughs> so much going against it. Also, remember what? the woman who was in that movie? There was no, a woman no. in that movie? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Do you not remember? No one does. No, was there, was was the there a woman in that movie? Was it Dana Carvey or something? Yeah. No, it Talk was about Steve Martin. Steve no, Martin, seriously. Right. There was a woman in that movie? Yes, there was. Yes. Yeah. Are we talking Ooh. the Mummy or Looney Tunes back in action? Looney Tunes yeah, back in one. action. You know who did the music for Looney Tunes back in action? Nope. Harry Goldsmith. It was his final movie score. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Not, not That's really. A funny so so yeah. the movie good. But the cartoon music has a, a long and storied tradition in film music circles. And so it's kind of cool that the last movie he did was in that vein, which I yes, don't think he'd ever... it's cool that his last movie was like a cartoon movie, a, a Looney Tunes movie. But on the other hand, it's like, It'd be nice if it had been a good movie for his oh, last movie. Do you know who the, the woman in that movie is? Mm-hmm. I just looked this yeah, up. I've been no, trying I... to find out. I've been do you know who her uncle is? Danny Elfman? Yes. <laughs> Has she done anything else? Yeah, she's in the new Twilight Zone series. She's in Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, she's in the TV show, the famous TV show, Growing Up Fisher. Never heard of it. Um, she's in Two and a Half Men, uh, Looney Tunes Action, Dharma and Greg. Venus. Oh, Dharma. Uh, she's in uh, the George Carlin show as Psychedelic Girl. Sorry, George Carlin show. Yeah, yeah 19... who is that guy? Who's George Carlin? When was, when he, did George Carlin do a TV show? <laughs> show in the mid 90s. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, here's one people actually know. She was in the Eddie Murphy Dr. Doolittle movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, well, she probably played a voice, right? George Carlin had a sitcom? In the mid 90s. I remember. Every comedian at one point or another in the 90s had a TV show na- called yeah. uh, Their Name Show. Well, that's because yeah. Seinfeld was such a huge success. They had to try and recreate Seinfeld and nobody could. It was, huh. Yeah, You're right, that, Sean. She did the voice point. acting. She played the uh, owl. Yeah. So it was it was that plus um, it was like, they yeah, they did a lot of them. They did. Uh, it was that and Roseanne. Like she I was remember, 
movie Krippendorf's Tribe, which sounds kind of problematic. Yeah, that sounds like a mix between like a a Harry Potter meets, you know, East L.A. gang scene. Yeah, well, it's neither of those things. It is an anthropologist creates a fictitious lot Papua New Guinea tribe using his family members to cover up for his misuse of Grant money. Yeah, I would have liked the Harry Potter meets the East L.A. gang scene better. Wow, and it has Richard Dreyfus in it. Richard Dreyfus. He would have been good in a Harry Potter meets the gangs. Richard Dreyfus plays Krippendorf. I just really, wa- I just that really name. Want- I just really like. He's the leader of the the. He's the leader of the magic magic gang known as the as the Krippendorfs. I mean, that may as well be what it is because I'm never watching that movie. And and blood warts and Krippendorfs. But, but to your question, Ian. Richard Dreyfus was the guy in Jaws who also doesn't Cooper, die. I know who Richard Dreyfus is. Everyone knows who Richard Dreyfus is. <laughs> Who's Richard Dreyfus? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> you trying to take my strap? Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I didn't know who Michael Jordan was. <laughs> By the way, here's something. Drive-bys on, uh, drive-bys on brooms. <laughs> By the way, here's something interesting. Uh, Jim, uh, Alex, our friend Alex told us about this recently, and uh, Jim just looked this up today. Anyone here you still use 3DSs? No. No. My well, sister had continued them, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they discontinued them, and now they're like three like, times the price go. online. Yeah, that makes sense. Supply yeah, go on Amazon, they're like three or four hundred dollars for like the new 3DSs. Yep. Yeah, because people new are looking for it because all the switches are out. <laughs> Yeah, Switch is the new thing. So someone posted an article that they're already making their next console, Nintendo is? Yeah, they're making another I wouldn't be surprised if they're in development. Probably. I think it's just going to be an upgraded Switch, though. Yeah, it's like a Switch. I mean... Like a Switch Pro? Switch Plus. PlayStation 4 came out, and they had a PlayStation 4. Like a higher upgraded tier of uh, thing. Mm-hmm. It was like PlayStation 4, and then they had the PlayStation 4 Pro, which was a higher upgraded version mm-hmm. of the PlayStation 4 that with better and, graphics and whatnot. And I mean, they always make like a slim version. You know, you had the PlayStation, you had the PS1, you had the PlayStation 2 and the PS2 Slim, PS3 and PS3 Slim, well, see that, PS4 but, and PS4 Pro. They always do that. Yeah, but that wasn't the same thing. Like, slim version is basically just a smaller version of the original console. This was like an upgraded version with like better performing and see like better well, i mean even the P- the ps3 slim was also great like it had a lot more storage that's why that's why i waited for the slim because it has more um, memory on there you can put more games on there nathan we lost you okay we're back xbox yeah. one yeah. xbox yeah. one x yeah, yeah exactly. the xbox one the xbox one x the xbox one s the xbox series x and the xbox series s <sighs> microsoft man does it <laughs> complicated things i only have a switch right but the only consoles i ever hear about other than because you can't figure out which one's the right xbox are playstation and nintendo does is xbox like totally losing this no no xbox is doing really well yeah i mean really nathan it kind of comes down to like you got nintendo that have like the big name franchises the family friendly consoles Mm -hmm. the ones like anyone can jump in on Mm -hmm. playstation and xbox tend to dominate on the online community a lot of the certain genres like the shooter genres uh, a lot of western rpgs are more prolific there things like the um uh Blanking on the name all of a sudden. Uh, an arrow to the knee. What's the name of that? Sky- Skyrim. Skyrim. Wow, brain. Yeah, but now that's on Switch now. But like a lot of those kinds of games, you find more success. Like more people play those on PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like those two are head to head in their own mm-hmm. uh, category. 
The and big, Nintendo just does Nintendo's thing and they succeed. The big problem recently is that Xbox tends to be a lot more like uh, PC and crossplay friendly, and PlayStation tends to not. Oh, and PC, I think you meant like politically correct. No, no, personal <laughs> computer. So, like, personal computers and Xboxes tend to sort of be able to do crossplay really well, and PlayStation can't do crossplay all that well. And so they're kind of falling behind in that point because most people want to be able to find a game that they can play on PC and Xbox and Switch and these things, and PlayStation doesn't play along. It's not that but they the can't, it's that they won't. Yes. Because the thing is, though, at the same time, like, if an Xbox does – if you can do everything an Xbox can do on a computer, then why get an Xbox? Like, to me, it's it should be about the games and, like, having those, you know um, – like, again, Nintendo has Mario. Nintendo has Zelda. You're not going to get those other places. Sony has some franchises, but they haven't really done much with them in years. Like, they could bring back, like, a Jack and Daxter or a Ratchet and Clank. And, or, I mean, I guess they did technically reboot Ratchet and Clank on the PS4, didn't they? Yep. But, like, you know, they don't really play up their franchises as much as Nintendo What does. are you talking about? <laughs> or you were not paying attention to anything that's going on with PlayStation? What? what? Dude, what? PlayStation's been playing up their franchises for years. Where, where have you been? <laughs> what franchises does PlayStation have? Uncharted, yeah, really. Like, Spider-Man. God of War, Horizon Zero okay, Dawn. Okay, God of War. So God of War is a great example Zero of how they had that. has one game that's not a franchise. It is now because there's okay. a second one. It out? God of War had a bunch of stuff on the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3, and then they finally make one for PlayStation 4, and it's it's practically its own thing. Like It, it almost doesn't even belong with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like It's so... I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing about the game itself. It's just it's like... It's just a lot different. It's like trying to be a reboot without being a reboot or something. I don't know. Ratchet and Clank, Crash Bandicoot. They've, they've been doing it. Crash is on Ratchet other and systems. Clank. Keep naming series, because I've only heard of like, like a third of these things that you've mentioned. Keep going. Uh, See, that's the thing. is like They have a few, and if you Killzone. if you play a lot of PlayStation... like If you don't play PlayStation, you probably don't know anything about Ratchet and Clank unless you saw the trailers for the movie come out that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like... Their games, like even like, because they kept they kept pumping them out that like no one really cared about them. Like, if if it hadn't been for the fact that I was living with Daniel when he was playing a bunch of them, I wouldn't have even known most of those games when they came out. Like, they just don't they don't push them as much. I mean, they tried to do something that with PlayStation All Stars, but that game just didn't do well enough, and they never made another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just don't market them the way that Nintendo does. I mean, everyone knows Mario, everyone knows Link, everyone knows Pikachu. Probably seventy percent people either know Kirby. I guess I don't know. That's yeah. kind of a good number point there. because back when the PlayStation 2 was big. They kept trying to pump out, like, they kept, they kept trying to match Mario with, like, their own mascot, and they just never landed one. Yeah, yeah what you're, you're, yeah, but that's not the same thing as saying that they don't have, like, what you're saying is that they don't have a mascot, Jim, which is fine. They don't have a mascot, you're right. But they have plenty of exclusives, and they market the crap out of them. See, that's the thing that makes them different from Microsoft saying is that Microsoft is trying, their Xbox is practically just a computer. Whereas PlayStation, part of them not playing nice is that they are trying to do, like, they have an identity. It's just not to the same level as Nintendo. Like, again, if you've been playing PlayStation stuff, you know who Jack and Daxter are. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you probably haven't even heard of them. Crash and Spyro, I mean, their success comes from the fact that they had games a long time ago. And, you know, people are making hype about them now because of those uh, remastered trilogies. But, I mean, Crash, like, even though he was their mascot for the PlayStation 1, it just kind of got swept under the rug. They didn't really keep the momentum going. They kept making games, but it never had hype. Mm-hmm. And when they did come out games, it's like, oh, yeah, that's something that they're also releasing on Nintendo mm. and also releasing on Xbox and also releasing on Game Boy Advance. Again, they were doing that. again, you say they never had hype. I mean, again, this is, I mean, I get it where you're coming from. Cause 
but you're looking at it from the outside. You're not looking at it from the inside of actual yeah. gaming sphere. Like the in the gaming world, they have all the hype. Yeah. They have well, more in the game in the gaming world. Know, I'd say they have more hype than them. To be completely honest with you, speaking of the, I don't know. Bro. See, I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to look from that side because, like, again, I was. I've been playing PlayStations since PS1, and like, they just never had the hype from whatever everything I saw. I mean, people nowadays care more about you know newer things that are coming out. I mean, I know I hear people talk about No Man's Sky. I hear people talk about the next whatever, you know, random hunter in a prehistoric world game coming out. And in their eyes. And in their eyes. (laughs) It hurts. Gaming world. I'm actually going to have to to log out here because there is a game coming on TV here in about 10 minutes. And I need to feed my cat before... uh, Uh, Jim wants to watch the Lakers beat the Miami Heat for Jim, the third no, time in a row. Jim, no, I don't. Or not Jim. Uh, Nathan wants to watch the Lakers beat the Miami Heat for the third time in a row. Yeah. Out of four times in a row that they're going to beat them. It's going to be I, beautiful. I don't, even, I don't even know why you want to watch this one. This is just going to be embarrassing. Might as well just wait till the next game and just watch them win the championship. I need to go write progress reports that were due like three days ago. I've got chili cooking downstairs, and I'm going to make some chili dogs. Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I want some cornbread. <laughs> I'm going to make some eggs and watch Fargo. I'm going to watch. I really um, enjoyed two episodes of Fargo, by the way, of this season. Yeah, I'm in the second episode right now. Yeah, That's it's good. good. Uh, Chris Rock is good. Um, oh, yeah. Chris, Chris Rock is a surprisingly good dramatic actor. I didn't realize this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about can't hear you. Yeah, barely hear Nathan. Something anyway. about we're going to talk about Fargo later, and Nathan's gone. Yep. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Nathan's like, I'm out. I want. All right, we should probably wrap well, up, guys. I guess I'll wrap the th- the thing up because this is this has been another episode of the JCU podcast. And now you're caught up, all caught up, like we are all caught up. And I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, and tune it in. You can be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. And you can find us in the places where you can find us, which is everywhere. And iTunes, Spotify, RSS feeds, Listen Notes, uh, YouTube, and Twitch as JCU Network. And uh, uh, yeah, you can find our themes at NathanTowsComposer.com. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So uh, it's been a pleasure, privilege, and an honor to be with you guys today. So we want to thank each and every single one of you for listening. And this is us signing out. Uh, wear your masks. Please wear your masks. This thing could get anybody. Uh, don't touch your face. Uh, wash your hands. And uh, let's smack. Let's uh, you know what? I'll, let's let's smack them curves, you guys, because you know nobody else is going to do it. Clearly, the president's not going to do it. I mean, he's he's part of the curve now. You can't smack. You can't smack the curve. From inside the curve, so I mean, it's, I mean, it's physically impossible. I mean, have you ever tried to slap something that you're inside? You can't really do it. I mean, you can't, you can't slap the outside. It's like trying to punch way out of a paper bag. Yeah, it's like trying to punch your <laughs> way out of a paper bag, which is also something that Trump couldn't do. Because I mean, I mean, have you seen his tiny hands? I mean, he's got really, really <laughs> small, tiny hands. The this smallest spirit. hands. They're they're infinitesimally small. I mean, they're like little baby hands. They're like, did you see the scary movie with the dude when he had the little hand? It's like that. That's his hand. That's <laughs> You're talking about scary movie too. Hand. Yeah. When the guy's like, grab my small hand. And then the guy's like, no, I'm not going to grab your small hand. I'd rather die. Dies. Or did he? I don't remember. It he, doesn't he matter. That's Trump's hands. This is little baby tiny hands because they're really super small. And everybody's like, man, why are your hands so small? And he's like, didn't that smell okay? They're really big. 
they're really big hands because they have a really big penis. And we know that that's not true. I mean, come on. I mean, there's no way that anybody with a larger penis would give birth to anyone like Eric or Don Jr. I mean, let's just be real. They, they, those were, those would be the sperm that would just never make it because they would just be defective and like swim off to the left or the right. But somehow they got to shoot right out of his incredibly tiny penis because it's incredibly tiny. So, you know, I mean... We were talking just, about spacking curves. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you, know look, yeah you know what? <laughs> you know the, what the most disturbing the thing about all this is, though? Like, now we know that Melania has been within six feet of Trump, and that's just disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? Considering everything, like you know what? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have any pity for her at all. I used, I used to, but I don't anymore. I'm, I'm about, know, I, I heard, my fingers I hovering over the disconnect. You know, okay, you know what? Ian's fingers hovering over the disconnect button. But I just want to say one more time that Trump's hands are really, really tiny. And he can't punch himself out of a paper bag. That's the point that I was trying to make. Is that he has a little I mean, tiny no baby hands. No one can because of physics. Tiny, I will go that another time. He has tiny baby hands and a tiny baby penis. And nobody should elect him at all. If you're thinking about voting for Trump, just remember when you go into that voting booth, you're voting for a guy with really, really tiny hands and a very, 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 very tiny penis. And I mean, come on, America deserves better than that we deserve we deserve a president with a really large penis i mean or or at least like really big hands and really big muscles i mean can we elect the rock i mean let's just talk about the rock for a second the rock would make a good president and i'll explain to you why in the next episode but for now that's the end of this episode and and trump has tiny hands you guys just 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 remember that okay 